0: Mr. Fink, I think out of all my friends, you are the biggest Saturday Night Live fan that I know. You're you're the only person oh, yeah. besides oh, me yeah. that watches every episode of SNL. So coming into this, were you a, a Michael Che fan from SNL? I have been watching the
1: old uh, Saturday Night Live until at least... Uh, earliest would be junior year high school, so that's 2009 Dang. of the yeah Andy Samberg. Uh, yes. I guess we really his era. Yeah, Bill Hader, like Amy, Taylor, Poehler. Amy Poehler Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. All that jazz. The Sarah Palin with what's her face uh, uh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey UVA. Yes. She she's a UVA UVA grad. Hey. Um, make it about Virginia. Um, actually, and uh, what's his face? Um, Jay Farrow back then too. Jay Farrow oh. was oh, pretty yeah. big. But um. So, yeah, I've been a very big SNL fan for the better part of my life. And as far as specifically Michael Che, I really like him because I think I like Weekend Update, and I don't dislike him in any way. I just don't remember him in any other sketch
0: besides Weekend Update. I don't think he's been in any? Yeah. Question mark? I I want to say he was, like, in the background of, of one, but he does that thing that the Weekend Update guys do is pretty much if they're on Weekend Update, that's pretty much they're like they're the head writers, um, and then they're not in the actual sketches. Because if you think about it, like going back to Tina Fey and and the old school guys, you know, like Dennis Miller and Colin Quinn. Um, there's a ton of Weekend Update, you know, royalty going back through SNL. But yeah, Michael Che and Colin Jost are the current guys, and I'm like, think I like him. Um, I didn't love him. I saw his um, stand up special that he had. Michael Che matters. Um, and it was all right. I wasn't like, oh, this is amazing. That's how, that's how I felt
1: about it, too. Was I was like, yeah, no, I mean, he's pretty, like, it's like one of those things like, yeah, no, no, he's, he's he's pretty good. Yeah. Like, kind of that's how has my opinion has
0: always been of him up until this show. Yes. And this show, really, the only thing, I mean, the, the main reason I watched it was it was an HBO show, which I think I've talked to you before. It's like when something's an HBO show, it has that stamp of approval to me. That this is a great show. So when I saw it, it was on HBO Max and it's a HBO Max original, um, I was like, okay, I got to watch this. Um, and I was amazed at how much I liked it. I was laughing from the first episode to the last episode. All six episodes, I think, are like you know thirty minutes. So it's a real um, pretty bingeable show. You can get through the whole thing. I know, Fink, you binged it pretty quick. I, I ultimately have now watched it twice yes. I, um, through
1: the over the last two days. I watched it again because once again, it's a quick, easy 20, 24 minutes each episode. Yes. And what I've been discovering with doing this podcast, every single episode we've done on this podcast are TV shows that I have already watched, whether it was four years ago or four months ago. But I've tried to rewatch them so it's easier to talk about. Yes. And every time I pick up on I mean, I I was no always a, oh, I don't have time to watch it again. Now I'm a, I really want to watch most things twice now. Yeah. Because I pick up on so much more, yeah. even if I am paying attention. I know our friend Jeff likes to think <laughs> when I'm watching TV shows, I'm not paying attention, but I am. <laughs> But uh, even on the Michael Chase show, which was maybe a week between watches, I was picking up on on new parts in the sketches, and I loved them. Each episode went by very, very fast for me in a good way. Yes. Um, was very interesting. I mean, it was, made, makes you laugh, uh, it has thought-provoking stuff, it has some you know, more traditional, not pick from the headlines type of sketches, but a lot of pick from the headline type of sketches like apropos of pop culture, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, i i mean i liked it from just specific from specific bits to the overall what they're doing how easy it was to consume and another show that we can easily recommend in my opinion to people um it doesn't necessarily say anything super super new in certain topic it's topics it's things you've heard before but in the way it's presented it's kind of like a not as edgy Chappelle show, kind of, yeah. same format as Chappelle, right. I would say. Just, you know, maybe not as, as edgy.
0: Yeah, and I described it to, now, again, our, our friend Jeff W. is a huge mm. Chappelle fan. So, I said to get Jeff to watch uh, this we show. like
1: him, you know, we thought he'd like
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I said, Jeff, this show is the modern day Chappelle show. Because if you think about it, what else is on TV right now that's like Chappelle show? There's not really a whole lot. And what else is kind of like talking about the same type of racial issues that Chappelle's show was talking about. And that's what made Chappelle's show like the cornerstone, you know, the, the, it was, I don't know if it still is, but it was the highest selling DVD of all time. The, the first season of Chappelle's show. And so it was like a phenomenon, like the sketches, you know, people were quoting, I'm Rick James. And it had a huge cultural impact To the point that it drove uh, Dave Chappelle crazy and and made him leave the country. But this show, I don't think, is not going to have the same type of cultural impact. But, like I said, it's talking about a lot of the same things. But in 2020 versus Chappelle's show, was like, you know, 05 or whenever that was. 04 maybe even. And it's just, to me, it's, it's just as funny as Chappelle's show. And I... Like I said, I loved it from, from the first episode to the last episode. I, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. And, in an,
1: well, in, in another show that also reminds I just thought of this and one we might review on here, Ooh. does a similar thing is Key and Peel. Actually, hey, yeah. I mean, it's not ongoing to your point, it's right. not ongoing right now, but Key and Peel kind of is doing a similar thing. Yes. There's his. A little closer to this, I don't know though because Chase is still a pretty sketch comedy. So yeah. I, yep. they're, I'd, I'd say they're pretty similar.
0: Yeah. And actually, I mentioned Colin Quinn being, you know, part of that weekend update. He appears as a Catholic priest in the show. Mm-hmm. And there's a few SNL alumni that appear: um, Ellen Clegghorn, uh, Colin Jost, and Cecily Strong. Which I think she was like the first episode in the elevator.
1: Yeah. Yep. And elevator
0: scene. I was like dying from that. And my wife watched it with me and and she loved it too. She was, and she doesn't even like Michael Che that much because we watch SNL together and she doesn't really like Weekend Update overall, but she doesn't really like Michael Che. And then we, so when I said, hey, look, Michael Che's got a show, she was like, nah. But when we watched it, she was like, I love this show. So it won her over. So now we just got to win Jeff W. over. That's all we need.
1: Well, and the thing too, I would say with Michael Che is, Where all of us are kind of saying like, oh, you know, not necessarily a fan of him, but that's kind of okay. Like maybe he's just not the guy who is out front like uh, garnering all the attention, side-splitting laugh. But clearly this guy knows how to fucking make TV shows and write and produce things. And not, that's not to say he is not good in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but instead of, you know, being maybe an eight and a half or nine out of 10 in front of the camera, like an Andy Samberg, maybe he's just six and a half, seven, but he's a 10 writer, 10 producer, yeah. all these other things, because this show overall, where Michael Che is not carrying this show on mm-hmm. a, on an episode to episode basis, but I think his talents in, you know, writing, editing, yeah, directing, it are, yeah, clearly yeah. coming through in this. So because I, I still, to the this show, Michael Che
0: is not my favorite part of the show. The show is my favorite part yes, of the show. Yeah, I would agree with that. And you know what's funny is there's actually a sketch that even kind of comments on that. Like his friends aren't even the biggest Michael Che fans. It's, it's like, you're not Cat Williams. You're not, you know, like Kevin Hart. You're not like these big black comedians. Yeah. Um, so that, I found that to be funny um, as well. But yeah, there's just so many sketches that made me laugh and, and you said it they know the hose. <laughs> you said it the <laughs> the guy that he didn't want to call nine one one because he didn't want to pay for the ambulance yes. and then <laughs> he was on, like he was on stories or whatever it was social media and he's like, I'm not you y'all I just got shot. Um so that, I actually oh, so wrote, I wrote this that.
1: down as a this basically happened to me. What I think I took well when I concussed myself so, uh, long, I, I know you, I've told you this story when yes. it happened when I, I was at work and basically swan dived headfirst in the ground, knocked myself out. I was out cold, hey. people thought I had a seizure, major concussion, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> ambulance shows up. They're going to take me to ER. And I'm like, nope, I'm not taking the ambulance. I'm not taking the ambulance. And they're like, what? And I was like, I will take an Uber. I was <laughs> like, I'll call an Uber right now. I'm not taking that ambulance. <laughs> And it was the exact like $8,000 uh, for an ambulance to go yeah. two miles when, you know, I had some, you know, chipped teeth, concussion, couldn't see straight dizzy, all that, you know, I could see $5,000 straight. That's all I can say. <laughs> but what, what that guy's talking. It's like, people would rather be sick or hurt than pay for the, I have done that. I walked around one time with three weeks with a compound fracture, collarbone, cause I didn't want to pay for the ER. So yeah, this show, this show reminds me a little bit of me.
0: And, and that also to your point, that, is what makes you know great comedy is the the social commentary of okay this is actually happening but well, we can find comedy in you know a dramatic situation like that's a real life what you went through that's not like a laughing matter but finding the the comedy and finding the humor because you know it it's real to you that's what makes it funny um, as well as you know, making it more absurd, like they kind of go, they exaggerate the situation. Yep, yep, um, yep. But yeah, that that part that was probably one of my favorite sketches. That one, the barbershop sketch, where they're talking about COVID and not wanting to get vaccines, and which is all true in the black community. Like the 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 point of the barbershop being the place where everybody goes to like talk and discuss. It's like the town hall in the black community. And everything that they're saying, the fear of getting, you know, vaccinated, which then they go back into like the history of, you know, the government did this and um, all of that, like, was was fantastic. And it's um, all of those vignettes and sketches, they're they're supposed to be an illustration of what and I'm reading from the, the premise here, what it feels like to experience all of those things. Police brutality, unemployment, falling in love from a black vantage point, and it's less about being right and more about being honest, even at the risk of being controversial. And that's like a hundred percent Chappelle show. Like that's what made yep. Chappelle show, yep. and that's why I, I drew those comparisons. And our friend, our buddy, I gotta go back to Jeff W. Because always comes
1: back to Jeff W.
0: <laughs> he's he watched the first uh, sketch and loved it. <laughs> I loved it. You loved it. Great first episode. Jeff Jeff W. Super exciting. Told us he fell asleep and it was too boring to him, so he didn't even he didn't even finish the first episode mm. to go on. But he, he didn't even get to say no to hoes. <laughs> now Justin,
1: as 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 uh, as a person who looks closer to the people in this TV <laughs> show than I do. Uh, One of my favorite (laughs) parts actually was in episode one, because I also grew up on just sitcoms in general. Like I watched it. You know, I know you've watched more of Martin than me, but I've watched some, but I was a big, I was a big sister, sister fan, proud family fan, big, every episode of both those. And what was so funny in episode one is like, there's always the trope where like they bring some other guy into the house to explain to the kid what he's doing wrong or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They did that like 80s flashback. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's to talk about him wanting to be a... He's like, wait, <laughs> you almost became a cop? No, nothing dumb like that. <laughs> but it was so funny because that trope uh, was very in the 90s. Yes. Or like, uh, what was that other one with one of the uh, the Brady brothers? Oh, not Brady. Uh, oh, Wayans. Well, who's the family? So maybe not Wayne Brady, but those uh, one family that has like four high-end actors. Uh, Wayans? Uh, not fam. What was
0: that? The Wayans? Marlon Wayans. Um,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Damon so all Wayans. of them, well... Yep. Yep, 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 and I think it was uh, what was it? Uh, Eight simple rules, I think, from back in the. I don't know, I'm, you know, because it was according to Jim was like, uh, man, we're going deep now into <laughs> late nineties, early two thousand sitcoms. Yes, but it was funny because the first episode kind of went into those tropes that that were very like it's like. Very stereotypical but in the best way And then Michael Che talks about that He's like you know every single episode Or every single series has that one episode That's way too serious And it's like this is that episode (laughs) And it was like Uh I think it was what like That one episode of Different Strokes or whatever That's super serious that explains something But oh man This This is another Easy recommend for me I know Jeff fell asleep but we're not all Jeffs And uh Yeah Really, really like this show. Oh
0: man, come on, Jeff. You gotta give it another chance. It's got the Fink and Vactor Seal of Approval. That when it doesn't even feel too too SNL to me either. Yes, yes. Like
1: it just feels like there's SNL actors in it, but they're not they're not even doing so to me, for me to even say sketch comedy is not even the right description, actually. Because these just seem like acted out shorts more than, you know, a sketch. I guess oh, I guess that's what it is. What's the technical definition of a sketch? But in the sense of like SNL where it seems like maybe the it's kind of hacky at times or whatever. This just seems like people acting out the scene whether it's comedy or drama.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that is, like I said, one of the best things about the show is is the the relatability and um, finding humor in those situations that are are dramatic in our everyday lives. Um but yeah, I, I I have nothing but positive things to say. I don't I don't think there was an episode I didn't like of the six, and you've watched it multiple nope. times now.
1: Yeah, those those not one the one scene where or the when the dad is talking to him about he's like you know I was a. Uh I was in Hollywood. Wait, really? He's like, well, I shot porn. He's like, what? How long ago is this? He's like, long time ago, about three years ago. <laughs> and then he starts showing, oh. I mean, and the, well, the dad is so good. Yeah. I mean, every single person in this is so good, but like the, the way they'll like the comedic timing of some mm-hmm. of the lines, like where he goes like, you almost joined the police. No, nah, nothing stupid like that. <laughs> like, but the army, like, yeah. like really, like really quick, uh, all that. And it's, and I man, guess thinking about it,
0: that guy who plays his dad I'm looking on IMDB is uh I think he's a stand-up comedian too Greer Barnes um which I had never seen him before but oh yeah, he actually was
1: episode four um had so the one scene where they're like tied I think in a bank um little blonde girl which she was tied up against the pole her name's Rosebud Baker she's a comedian I just saw her in Omaha like three weeks ago in okay. front of like 50 people uh-huh. um and she's uh, she does a lot of stuff with like Bill Burr and all things comedy and stuff so and she and she does a lot of uh stuff in New York City and she was on this um Amazon Prime real, uh short kind of docu series I think you'd really mm-hmm. like um where it's just about stand-ups trying to make it and they all got um picked for like oh, yeah. the um right. Just for Laughs comedy yes. festival. She got yeah so she was so Rosebud on here was a Just for Laughs kind of freshman selection people like Colin Jost was Michael Che was So, like Michael Che obviously has a lot of connections in the New York, well the world comedy scene, but you can see a lot of New York people in this yeah, um, as well.
0: That's where Che is based out of, I yeah. assume. And they, now. yeah, they filmed it in um, New York. So that was um, like a lot of times New York will get doubled by Canada. Like I think Toronto and
1: yeah, yeah a lot that. of places.
0: Um, and I think it's for tax reasons, but they filmed this all in New York. And actually, another thing that connects it to Chappelle's show or something that's similar is the things where he's talking to the camera, like the little interview things, yeah. like that also felt like when Chappelle would talk to the audience. or Yeah, where they do like a two-minute yeah. two joke or something yeah. like that. And those were funny as well, just Michael Che talking about the sketches, talking about the oh, show. Oh, Godfrey was in this. Yes, Duh. yes. Oh, yeah. Dude, Godfrey's yep. so good. I've see, i seen him in uh, Virginia Beach twice, actually. Hey. Funny yeah, there's a bunch of, like, really good people that um, were in this. So I'm hoping they – I haven't heard anything yet, but I hope they get renewed for another season. I hope he gets more, like, of his comedian friends. Get Chappelle on there because I even saw, he, while he was promoting this, Michael Che went out to Chappelle's Ohio um, – I want to say ranch. Like, the place that Chappelle lives at and – he's doing like comedy festivals in Ohio and he's just having his friends out there. So Michael Che was out there and that's sweet. Yeah. So he, um, he's pretty, I guess he's friends with Chappelle. So yeah, get Chappelle on here. Get him, get him to come back oh, to the pastor scene when he's like, you know, you
1: best not be calling this phone again. Now, you know, <laughs> he's like, you know I just got up out of state after 12 years. Yeah, man. Yeah. Actually looking at this uh, cast too, the majority of these people are comedians. Yeah. Um, yeah, Godfrey, Kerry Flanagan, uh, Greer Barnes, Michael Che, Billy Porter, Jeffrey Owens,
0: or Jeffrey Owens, I guess just maybe isn't a lot just because yeah, he was on the Cosby show. Yes. He's a kid
1: in the Cosby show. Yeah.
0: Well, he was the, so Sandra was the oldest daughter. He was her husband on the Cosby show and he's been in a ton of like side stuff. Actually, my wife loves, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. She yep. was yep, watching a, a rerun and he was on that. But also he kind of went viral. I was telling my wife this the other day. He kind of went viral a couple of years ago because somebody took a picture of him at Whole Foods like yeah, he was working the bagger at Whole yeah. Foods in L.A. And it was like, yeah. "Wait a minute, he's an actor. Like he's he should be rich and famous." And it's like, "He's just a working actor." So it's not he's not getting Bill Cosby money, you know, for being on the Cosby show. He's still got to work um so, but people were like, "Oh, he's he's like he's a bum. He's he's up on hard times because he's working." And it's like,
1: eh. yeah, that shit pissed me off. I was like, dude, if he's a bagger of Whole Foods in
0: like freaking Toluca, L.A., he's probably making more money than you. So. <laughs> yeah, but he's he well, he had a good um like like he had a good laugh about it, and he was um he was on Good Morning America and stuff. So
1: yeah, he it looks like he's in an episode of Mythic Quest. Dang, I'm trying to think. I, I, yeah, I mean Tom. I don't. I've know.
0: seen him in a bunch of things recently. It might have been Mythic Quest because I'm I'm all caught up on season two now. So I, I I probably did see him at some point, but I I'm blanking on what you know what character he played. Speaking of, you need to get caught up on Mythic Quest because season two, it started off yeah. a, a little rocky for me, but it's Uh-oh. finishing Uh-oh. up. Uh-oh. Like chef's kiss.
1: I've got it all. In the queue, and it. speaking of what we need to watch, yeah. do you have anything else out there that you are consuming? From media to to new Teslas to <laughs> to I don't know a
0: baby thrown up on you or, or all
1: anything? of those.
0: Every, every yeah, I was about to say that may actually just be everything you're doing right every now. Every single thing you mentioned is something that I'm experiencing right now. But Fridays are my days for. Uh, the bad batch on disney plus mythic quest and then there's always some new movie coming out so in the heights came out last week so i watched that on hbo max um hbo max doing the theater releases as well as hbo releases is um that's that's a pretty good pretty good thing i know our theme music was playing right there but that was because that's where our last episode ended so that, just ignore that um Just ignore it. HBO Max is great. Like all these things that um, I don't think I would have gone to the theater to see In the Heights. I can just watch it on HBO Max. And Space Jam 2 is going to be on there. And, oh, Fast and Furious is coming out next week. So I'll watch that on HBO Max instead of going to the theater. Actually, I don't think I talked to you about this. My plan, I think, for the rest of the year is, now you know me, I was seeing a movie in the theater every week. Last yep. couple of years. I think for this year, for the rest of the year, I'm only going to see Marvel movies. So Black Widow is at the end of, or I'm sorry, Black Widow is the beginning of July. Uh, Shang-Chi is September. Eternals is November. And then Spider-Man 3 is um, December. So four more Marvel movies for the rest of the year. I don't know of anything else. Oh, maybe Dune. That's another one I really want to see. Um, but everything else, I'll just stream it.
1: Yeah, at this point, I I don't even know what movies come out. Yeah, that's another thing.
0: I don't either. I don't
1: know where they come out. <laughs> which this is not. This is a this is a good problem to have because it's just more of there's so many TV shows and out there to watch right. um, on any given time yes. that I'm never like oh I have nothing to watch. It's usually yeah. like, do I want to watch something new or rewatch something? Um, and HBO has been coming out with them hitters Yes, the lately. HBO
0: Max originals have been fantastic. Did you watch, um, what was the Wolves movie? I mean, um, the Wolves TV show, Raised by Wolves. Did you watch that one? No. Okay, that I would say add that to your list, because that was a, that was a really good... Raised by Wolves. Yes, that was a really me, good HBO. Let me look this up now, because I'm sure... We're it gonna kind the, of... Yeah. Um, you know what it oh, felt. I like? watched every episode. Oh, okay, so. good. Okay, we might want to do a future episode on that one. So, uh, yeah, keep that, that
1: one. I'm gonna need to listen to a podcast.
0: Actually, on that one. Yeah, they did an official um, podcast that I was listening to every episode after I watched every TV episode, and that was a really good way to um, to like digest it. And, like, what happened on this episode? So, yeah, that was good. I'm hearing a lot of things about mayor of Easttown. On HBO yeah, I'm Max. Three episodes in to Town. Hacks on HBO Max. Like I've got that on the list. The Nevers on HBO Max. Never even heard of it. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> actually, another comedy um show that I would recommend is a Black Lady Sketch Show. And that has two seasons on HBO Max. My wife I have and I've
1: heard good things about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that is actually a really good um, show. Anyway. Similar to Michael Che. Um, I would recommend that show to you as well
1: oh yeah what's her? F- uh isa ray's in this yeah show,
0: she's right? um i think yeah. she produces it and she appears in um like one sketch every season so both seasons she has like a a little a little role but um that show yeah I, really I think good. i listened
1: to her on fresh air or something talk about this but you know this looks like something i would watch
0: yeah the flight attendant um with
1: Kaylee Cuoco, that was on it, an HBO Max. Yeah, by her good. Th- and isn't that one a lot different than what she normally does? Isn't that a pretty st- uh, straight drama? Yeah, it. There's like some or sci-fi maybe, or, or it's just not a comedy. Yeah, like, uh...
0: it's not a comedy. I would I would classify it as drama, but there's some funny stuff in it. But it's um it's definitely not what I've seen her do in, in anything else. So I liked that show. Man, they need to bring back Harley Quinn for a fourth season because that. Is an HBO show, or I'm sorry, third season. I watched season.
1: the first two episodes of that, really liked it, have not watched since, oh, but man. yeah. I get,
0: will watch that. Definitely get caught up on that, because that, um, that was fantastic. What was the other, oh, uh, Rick and Morty comes back on Sunday. That's not an HBO. That, that's, a, that's, that's a weekly watcher right there. Yes, uh, Rick and Morty, and then me and you need to get caught up on Dave season two, because that just came back. So it just started, yep, yep. Man, we got some great stuff, which is great. For our podcast, seasons change because we we just got tons of great television to talk about. Me and and, and we we
1: would like to reiterate, and we we I don't think we've ever actually said this at the beginning of a podcast or even written it uh, for anyone to read. But we all every episode we do is spoiler filled. Yeah, <laughs> so do not listen to this podcast <laughs> if you care about spoilers yeah. or have not watched the show. That thinks um, it. We maybe should just clip that and put it. <laughs> As an episode. Hey, yeah. these are spoilers. But our, uh, our audience is growing. Um, yes. You know, once again, you know, somewhere between five and five million.
0: Yeah. So let's just say that. <laughs> We're having a good old time. Think what, what have you been up to? I have been up to too much
1: lately. Well, But what I will say is I've been on a cross-country road trip. I've Man. hit a few national parks. Hiked a few mountains, went up a few 10,000 feet. Oh, actually, I didn't go up 10,000, just a few up to, I don't know, aggregate 10,000 plus. (laughs) Um, So been doing a lot of that stuff. But what I do have coming up, you know, this is uh, counts as TV, I think, because you can catch it on TV. But I am going to the College World Series over the next 10 days. Yep, it's a well, it's basically down the street from where I live. Um, so all the be- the eight best college baseball teams are in town right now. So that's actually pretty exciting. Um, it'll be on U, ESPN2, ESPN, all that jazz, and I'll be able to just get drunk, stumble on down the street, watch some college baseball for like 15 to 20 bucks, bet on it, and try to make the money back. Um, but I have, other than that, I am halfway through all the trade paperbacks for the Star Wars comic book. Oh, yes. That's what I – I've actually been slowed down in the last day and a half, but I am up to volume 10 of like 16, I think. And I don't even know – so I just went with the the order I'm going in, which is like all-encompassing. Yes. I think I still have other – Like I don't know. I feel like it it gets most of the storylines, right? It has to.
0: Yeah, for that – so they have rebooted that. Um, they restarted the numbering back at at one again, um, but what you're going through is basically it's between episodes four and five of the movies, so between yes. the first movie and the second movie. Now, okay, the,
1: so when it re, when you say reset, does it just reset the numbers or? The story, like, is the story now further along. Yeah. More so just, once I'm done with these volumes, yeah, I got to figure out what I'm what because I don't think I'm going to follow all the Vader every single storyline. I just kind of want to see which one I
0: want to like actually pull. Yeah. So after it resets, then it goes to in between the fifth and sixth. So Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So the the second and third movies of the originals. It's in between there. So it's like the first series that you're reading is in between the first two movies. The second series is now in between the, the second two movies.
1: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I've I mean I've really liked it a lot. It's yes. it makes me enjoy Star Wars yeah. more in the same way that reading that massive Captain America yeah. freaking run that I read uh makes me like understand like the Marvel universe more. So to a point where you don't get caught up being confused like you kind of can just enjoy the pew pew and actually understand yeah. the story too. Cause I always told you, I'm like, yeah, no, I, you know, I like Star Wars. I like it and it ain't shit going on. Don't know what the fuck's going on. There's no story. Nope. I mean, I don't care. Whatever. doesn't matter. Right. Like when people like, I hated solo. I'm like, ah, you know, it was pretty good. It was like all the other ones. Right. Um, but now I actually am, I understand the story now. And and I've as somebody who really does consume Star Wars pretty hard I had a pretty low, uh, a uh, low, not a low opinion, but low like depth of thought of the story. Now you could probably quiz me on a lot of stuff. It's really cool seeing like Yoda being an element of not all powerful like like meaning like he's finding the mountain of force or whatever the fuck it is, yeah, um. Stuff like that's really cool seeing people in environments you're not used to kind of actually understand like, well, no, this guy's actually a big deal because like, you know, first time you see Yoda in a movie, it's like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, yeah, no, I guess he's really strong. Yep, he can pick up. He can pick up a, a ship. Yep. He's he's a teacher. He's an old teacher. But you actually in the in the books. Because uh, I used to read the novels when I was, you know, in elementary, middle school, so I kind of liked those. Um, but reading the comic books seemed way more tied into the actual storyline and yeah. more canon than the the books I was reading. I don't even think Lucas Arts counts them as part of the storyline because
0: I remember oh, for right. literal
1: decades, like the
0: novels I would read, they're like, this isn't even canon, right? Yeah, and it's um, all of the, and they have a new novel series going on right now that's um, tied in. But yeah, all of the comics that I've been reading lately have been fantastic. So I I gotta say, like the way that you're going right now is is um, is the way to go.
1: It is the way. Is, yeah. that, is that a Star Wars one? Yeah, this is the way the Mandalorian. Yeah, because yeah. you got the Mandalorian. Wait, did we talk about the Mandalorian on this? I don't podcast? think so. See, well, the thing is, we had to basically pull the reins on ourselves and make us <laughs> not a Disney Plus podcast <laughs> because it came to a point where, we're like, all right, what should we do it this week on? Well, we can do it on WandaVision, we can do it on Loki, we yeah, can yeah. do it on Falcon and Winter Soldier, we can do it on uh, Mandalorian, we can do it on Bad Batch, we can do it on Clone Wars. It's like, wait a minute, hold up, yeah. hold up. We gotta, we have, so our next, our next episode is also gonna be a non Disney Plus, but I don't know how many weeks we can go without talking about something, something on that D, that D Plus. <laughs> Is yeah, Mandalorian, another one of those yeah. uh, that are really like, low-key, I'm really liking. <clears throat> I highly suggest low-key, obviously. Yeah, we can Whoa. definitely <laughs> yeah. highly yeah. recommend so, that. Other than that, I'm up to also way more stuff than just that, but we don't need to bore the listeners anymore. We just wanted to give you guys a little taste that we are into everything. We got our hands on all the honey pots from... We got you covered from college baseball to to National Geographic up on the mountains up yes. in the Tetons to to whipping them Teslas in the South southwestern United States and them deserts. We
0: got you at the Seasons Change podcast. Yes. We have an opinion on
1: everything, even if it's wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, sir. So please continue to listen to our show, Seasons Change. You can also. Rate us and review us and all of your favorite podcast players. Um, Share it with a friend as well because that's another way for our podcast to grow. If if you're enjoying the content, share it with a friend. Who doesn't like television talk? Everybody's got their favorite show. Yeah, if you want to suggest a show, you know, I don't know if you knew this, Fink. Through the Anchor app, they can actually leave us voicemails and we can play them on the show. So, if you guys, if there's something that you want us to talk about, or if there's a show you're really liking, send it our way. Because me and Fink, we are fiends for TV. So, if you tell us, hey, this show's good, there's a 99.9% chance we're going to watch that show because we want. And we will watch it really fast, too. Yes, we like, want to watch like it. To a point where it's like, you
1: may ask, are you okay? <laughs>
0: like, hey,
1: this is pretty good. It's got a few seasons. I'll get back to you three days later and be like, hey, I watched all five seasons <laughs> of Lost. Um, yes. That's oh, 100%. so, yeah, you can follow me on the Twitterverse at FinkleWho, F-I-N-K-L-E-W-H-O. That is the best way to get in contact with me. My stuff is private, so <laughs> just follow it
0: because it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, all of Fink's uh, travel stuff, which he uh, he does a lot of traveling, so you want to check out all of his f- photographs and videos on his socials. I am just Vactor, which is my last name, V A C T O R, not to be confused with the Vactor Trucking Corporation, which keeps tagging me on Twitter. And I keep telling them, you know, this is not the truck's account, guys. This is my personal Twitter account. Nobody ever responds back to me. So if you want to follow me, just V A C T O R. And like I said, actually, you can send me a suggestion or think on on Twitter. Tell us what uh, podcast, or sorry, what TV shows you're liking, and we'll talk about it on the podcast
1: yep yep i'm also pretty into sports gambling too so if, i mean i could do a sports podcast actually i did have a podcast idea with you if we were both pretty busy guys so it's really not worth it we could even spew in an episode here where i basically just give you updates on the current landscape of say basketball and you just talk about basketball with what you know yeah. when you left off watching yeah. basketball
0: yeah definitely
1: where I'll tell you about the basketball players that are the sons of the people yeah. that you used to watch.
0: Yes. <laughs> Pretty soon it's going to be grandkids. We're going to have LeBron's kids up in here.
1: Well, LeBron's kid is set, uh, should be. Yeah. So basically LeBron's kid is eligible in the next 18 months. Dang. Yeah. Bronny, but I don't think he's, I mean, he's, I, it looks like he's good for
0: sure, but I don't, I don't know if he's a, a lottery pick. Good, But whatever, Whatever. I digress. <laughs> All right, my friends, so that was another episode of Seasons Change. Like I said, we will definitely listen to all of your recommendations, and we'll be back for another episode next week.